the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Your Life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Life is a series of circles and cycles, phases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to the James Cooley Show. It's your life. James is a motivational speaker, author, military veteran, and founder of the James Cooley Foundation. James is here to equip you to strive for greatness and to overcome adversity. It's time to get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's the host of It's Your Life, James Cooley. Hello, welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and wow, you know, we got this absolutely fantastic guest that's going to educate us on 911 response time. And it's so prevalent right now because of what's been happening in the last couple of weeks. And especially if you've been watching the news um, with the shooting that happened in Texas, not too far from where I'm at right now. And it was a tragedy. And, uh, and I don't know if it was a 911 time that was uh, required to report it because I think that, uh, that they tried to report it in the right amount of time. But I'm talking about just getting an understanding of what this time should be or might be. Uh, and uh, we got an expert that knows how the 911 response time, you know, and, and how we could potentially do better, how uh, the systems that are out there and the mechanisms that might help us save lives. It's all about saving lives. And so, uh, I am so looking forward to uh, this uh, conversation today. And uh, and I hope everybody had a wonderful, wonderful Memorial Day weekend. I want to get to this guest. What we're going to talk about today is 911 response time. Can we do better? And we got an interview with this personal security specialist, Robert M. Adams. And he's really going to educate us on a lot of uh, different things that uh, uh, that we might want to take in consideration we might want to consider you know so uh if you want to be part of this conversation you call into the radio station at one 888 you can also uh comment or uh let uh, let us know on facebook's two facebook channels uh linkedin and also youtube so uh if you want to be part of this and i think that that you might want to be part of this great conversation um Please, by all means, join in. But I, I tell you, I want to tell you everybody about the purpose of the show today. The purpose of today's show is getting to know the co-founder of National Red Alert, Robert M. Adams. Also discuss how National Red Alert Incorporation employs event-driven information system patented in conjunction with Combat uh, to provide a rapid response emergency service system or security system discuss how fast is 
the 911 emergency response uh, where you at in your area? Is it fast enough? Uh, can can you can it help save lives uh, of community members, family members, uh, anybody in in your community? Also, discuss emergency response time, which can be the difference between living and dying, and we all need to have an understanding of this. Uh, but most importantly, discuss how the U.S. Regula- regulatory estimate that as many as 10,000 lives could be saved every year by reducing 911 response time by just one minute, by just one minute. So let me tell you a little bit about uh, the guest. I mean, just like I said, uh, uh, this guest right here is an expert and uh, he's a co-founder of the National Red Alert Incorporation, which, just like I said, is employed-driven information patenting. Robert's background is in security with first prevalent in the mid-1980s, spanning more than two decades. He's the chief executive officer. uh, He was the chief executive officer of R.M. Adams and Associates. And also, he's due... He's doing so many things to make sure that the industry is aware and that the industry understand the different technologies out there to save lives. Without any further delay, I want to bring on the air Robert M. Adams. How are you doing, sir? Thank you very much for that introduction. I have to sit up a little straighter after hearing all those nice things. (laughs) Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm excited. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Yeah. You know, at, uh, when um, the topic were, were first presented to me, we have to talk about these things. Uh, we have to talk about 911 uh, response time. We have to be able to educate our listeners uh, in the world, actually, on what we can do better to save lives. Because I think it's all about saving lives. So, Robert. Can you please tell our listeners where you grew up and what lessons your family taught you that you live by today? Well, I, 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 that's a great question. I grew up in upstate New York in a little bitty town in the Finger Lakes region of New York, uh, which um, for half a dozen days a year has great weather. The rest of the time has snow and cold. And I moved to Florida many years ago, and I've never once had to shovel snow. So I'm glad to be here, not there. So, uh, growing up, uh, and, I've, and I've thought about that, you know, what, what was the one thing I learned? And I probably would have to say that is never give up, never quit, never, ever, ever stop pursuing your goal. And that led me uh, into the security industry here in Florida. Uh, I spent a 35-year career in the industry and um, was very, uh, uh, had a great great career an installing company was a manufacturer's representative did some uh development uh got involved in various aspects of the industry on a more of a national basis um and if i may continue a little bit uh about uh, that background i thought my 35-year career in the security industry had wound down uh, i thought maybe it was time to retire to hang up my spurs you know i and uh, but there uh I got an idea. I was introduced to this concept of securing people while they were not in a home, where they were not in a building, but when they were out and about 
and we began to explore some of the concepts, and it was an idea that wouldn't go away. And um, so I, I, I asked myself, first of all, am I going to just go sit on the porch? Am I going to just quit? Am I going to uh, not be involved? All of the things that I've learned all over the uh, years, over a lifetime career, what, are we just going to let those fade into the background, or are we going to put them to use? That was the first thing. And the second factor uh, was um, uh, basically how these things work typically is that you get introduced to people, introduced to ideas. I have a good friend who uh, said, hey, what about protecting people uh, uh, outside, of a, outside of a building, if you will? And, uh, and I had another uh, old friend who had some patents, and, uh, and I began to put the pieces together. And without going into all the detail, because the people aren't interested in all the minutia of how it, you know, it, it, how the soup is made, if you will. But uh, we put together this company called uh, National Red Alert, and it features the Red Alert system. And um, I do want to quote one uh, security industry executive. Uh, happens to be a friend of mine, and he said that uh, what intrigued me about the Red Alert system was the ability to protect people outside of their homes an enormous problem that has always confounded the best efforts of the security industry. So think about it, about the opportunity to to actually save lives, to prevent assault uh, with the technology application. And so that's that's where we are and that's where we've brought ourselves to. And that's what I'm excited to talk about. I'm I'm sorry if I get kind of excited about it, uh, uh, James, but I get, I am, I am, I think we're right on the cusp of something uh, rather dramatic. Uh, Robert, there, there is nothing wrong with getting excited about this because I believe that uh, anytime that we can come up with systems, uh, especially in our world today, I hate to say it, but oh. uh, in, in my years of living here, I, I, I uh, this is the first time that I have ever felt that uh, we all need to come together. We have to have systems. We have to protect each other. And our security people have to also be able to go to, back to the drawing board and create systems like you and your partners are doing. So I commend you uh, on what you're doing. Well, and go ahead. I'm sorry. And uh, we got one minute. But but um one minute before the break, but but Robert, can you uh uh just real quickly uh tell our listeners uh what inspired you or who inspired you? I'm talking about the one person that inspired you a minute or less to do what you're doing, because I can tell you got the passion. Well, I love ideas and I love I love uh, fixing stuff and putting things together. But I was at a at a campus being uh, toured around a campus in the east. By my grandson, I won't I won't brag about him, uh, but he was taking me around the campus, and he showed me the memorial for 32 slain students on that campus, on an active shooting environment. 32 kids, and I at the time we were just forming the idea of you, of this particular application for this technology, and I said, what if instead of 32, there were two th- two lives saved, five lives saved. 10 lives saved. 
And in that, I began to see that this was such a transformational piece of information. Robert, I can't wait to get back to continue to talk about this. And so just just hold those thoughts. And okay. I tell you, we're going to take a station break. If you want to be part of this conversation, that's one 888 Again, that's one 888 We'll be back with Robert M. Adams shortly after the break. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity. Coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true-life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now on the Answer San Diego app and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And uh, with, uh, our guest here is Robert M. Adams. And um uh, what he's telling us is so important about technology and about how how we can save lives, more lives. And um, I tell you, I think everybody need to click in, listen to this this young man, uh, continue to educate us. And if you want to be part of the conversation, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. Again, that's one eight 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 three four four eleven seven. And you also can put uh, your comments in. The Facebook, the YouTube, and LinkedIn because you know, we live on all of those platforms. So, um, Robert, uh, uh, you was talking about uh, the enthusiasm, which I felt it, uh, about uh, creating this system. Uh, can you tell our listening audience because you guys got a, a red alert system that can be used to contact security personnel in milliseconds? Whenever a threat or a potential threat arise, can you tell us how this works? 
Well, I can tell you what happens if I if I um, if I tried to describe the technology. My partner would um, would uh, throw things at me. No, no, what happens? What happens with it? Not the technology, but the, just what's happening to it. Well, think of this. Think of this. Uh, when you are in trouble, when someone is in trouble, whether it's uh, and we can talk a little bit about it. Campus sexual assault is, an, is a staggering problem. Uh, we have an active shooter situation or just someone is in trouble and, or has an emergency. What's the one factor that is the most important? And that's time. You don't have, you can't have any delay. Let's put it this way. You don't want any delay. You want to find out, you want help right now. You don't want to have to explain anything. You don't want to have to wait on hold. Uh, you don't want to have to do any of that. You want to make sure that you are connected in an instant. And here's the, the one thing we've done. We've zeroed in on the time factor. And my partner uh, told me early on, he said, we operate in real time. And I'm sorry, that didn't mean anything to me. It didn't translate to me. And so I had to get my mind around what it was so that I could talk about it. And that is that the uh, Red Alert system uh, communicates who the person is, that activates it, where they're located, and connects with live audio and, if necessary, video connection in nanoseconds. Now, a nanosecond is, again, it's fast. You flip a light switch, the light comes on. You know, actually, there's a little delay there if you've got, if you're really, you know, just a fraction of a second. That's how long it takes for, let's say, in this particular case, a campus uh, authorities to have on their phone on their device, they know who's in trouble, they know where they're located, and uh, they're in contact with them. And imagine that shooting thing that I mentioned earlier. Imagine uh, instead of the cops or the campus police wondering what's going on, you know, being uh, milling around a little bit, trying to get intel, trying to figure out what to do, where the problem really is, is it someplace else? What if there were two or 10 or 20 or 50 students all activating the com badge on their phone, and they and all of that information is consistent. And now the campus police can respond as quickly as possible with great intelligence. And uh, now we uh, uh, and now we have a chance to save lives. And wow. very candidly, that same technology uh, translates to. And I don't mean to get off the shooter. And, and I want to make a point here, if I may. It's so easy to pile on police or pile on uh, uh, processes and so on and so forth. We don't want to do that. The, this business of the shooting in, uh, in Uvalde was just, it's such a tragedy. It's such a heartbreak. Uh, and, and we can't second guess. We can't say what if. Uh, but it, it's those kinds of situations that we know that our technology will provide one key, and that is instant communication instant intelligence so that the police and uh, the, the emergency officials, they can respond in an optimum fashion. There is no holdup. There's no lack of information. And that's the kind of thing I think that, that, that can be life-changing. Okay. So, so, uh, so you mentioned this and you mentioned uh, what uh, your device do now. So, and you also mentioned phone. So that means there's an algorithm. I'm, I'm an engineer myself. So. Oh no! <laughs> so there, there is is something that's related uh, to uh, the technology that you load on your phone. It's got to be something. So we call it algorithms. Uh, I, that's what we call it. Uh, I don't know what you guys call it 
and where people are asking right now, they're like, okay, how do I get this on my phone? Is it just an app or is it just, uh, I mean, so they want to know more about what you're talking about. Well, think of it as a comprehensive system. It's not just the badge, what we call our com badge on the phone. And uh, it's not just an app, although there's always an app involved, but it involves an entire network uh, uh, of communication with our uh, server central, if you will. And we communicate in real time with a central station. Uh, uh, And if now some some institutions may not want the central station involved, they may want to have only their personnel involved. Uh, And some would say, well, we want to be notified immediately. I'm talking about like a campus police uh, or and we want the central station to know that. So it can be any combination of we're not limited to just one output. We can be involved with uh, any number of people who need to know this, emergency people that need to know this. And uh, the beauty of the technology uh, is that we leverage what is already in your phone to a great degree so that we take that technology, if you will, add our secret sauce to it, our patented platform, and now we can communicate. And the person that's using this system is, is, is placed in the database so that they are now part of this uh, uh, system, if you will. They're in the database so that when they activate it, we, they don't have to send out who they are or, or anything else like that. The system knows, and it's just it's instant notification. It's so, 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 Robert, uh, so say that uh, I was interested in, 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 in using this technology. What would I have to do? in order to get this technology and put it on my phone or any other devices that you might guys might have? Well, um, I'm going to answer this maybe uh, a little bit differently. <clears throat> One of the things that I would want you to do is to come to our uh, uh, website and to join us and invest in our opportunity <laughs> to bring this to campuses. That's, that's, that's one uh, piece of this information. But it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a product. The triggering device will be a product delivered to the individual, either on a campus in a kiosk format or delivered and sent to you. And you would simply register that information and uh, register your uh, your personal information, and you'd be entered into the system. And that way, um, we we simply follow the instructions that are part of the uh, part of the application. Wow! So, so uh, you you saying that uh, you guys have a website training or something that uh, is going to educate uh, the the public uh, on how to do this and where they might want to invest in this as well, and that that uh, you guys are past the beta stage of this, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to make a point here. Uh, our, our focus initially is on college campuses. Now, it has an application for hospital campuses, corporate campuses, certain environments outside of, you know, a defined campus. But primarily our focus right now. And again, we have this is we have to start someplace, you know, and we're starting in the college campus environment. And here's why. First of all, uh, the problem on a college campus. I will tell you uh, the statistics on uh, campus sexual violence are staggering. I had no idea. Um, but uh, uh, in the with undergraduate females, 
approximately 27% of undergraduate females and 7% of males experience rape or sexual assault during their time as an undergraduate. Can you imagine that? I, I, it's hard for me to get my mind around that it, the problem is that severe, but it's, it's even worse. 80% of the people that have that are sexually assaulted don't report the crime and they don't report the crime because they're they're um i don't know <laughs> why, why they wouldn't but they don't and one of the reasons they don't is because of all of the hard work it takes to get a crime reported uh, after the fact uh so people are not uh, uh understanding uh, uh pe- pe- people are not uh, i guess they're just afraid to come forward afraid to get involved don't know what to do uh as opposed to being able to take the combat, take their phone and simply press a button and they would be instantaneously connected with the campus police. Instantaneously, they would know, the police would know who they are, would know physically where they are and there would be nothing. It's it's a simple, easy connection. Every single parent that we've spoken to, grandparent, parent, uh, adult sending, uh, you know, uh, sending a child, if you will, away to school, uh, every single one is concerned about the child safety, and they all want the red alert system for their for their child on campus. So we focused on campuses initially. We've got plans to go far and wide with this, but we focused on campuses initially because it's uh, it's a what we refer to in, in, in marketing as a target rich environment. It's there is a tremendous problem. Sexual crime is underreported, according to the FBI statistics, considered to be the most underreported crime. And um, and we have a solution. We have a solution to get them the fastest possible help available. There is nothing faster. So do you have campuses that already signed up for this and participating uh, in this program with you all? We have campuses that are ready as soon as we provide the uh inventory and that's what we're in the process of doing right now is is putting together our investor uh, group uh for this opportunity no okay i tell you i want to get back i'm gonna take a stick we're gonna take a station break but we're gonna come back and we're gonna continue to talk about this extremely important topic I tell you you want to be part of this conversation that's one 888 it's your life i'm james cooley we'll be back shortly after the break There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. There is much truth in a journey that ain't over yet, as all of us journey through life's precious gifts of time, just like I have. Hi, I'm James Cooley, host of the James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And in the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, you can join me as I share my true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. This is a must-listen to for anyone who thinks they are stuck in life or need to understand that their current situation is not their final destination. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet, is the unfiltered truth to provide hope for the future by challenging you to refuse to become a victim of life's circumstance and dare to be an overcomer because a bigger, better, and a more impactful life awaits you. Get the new audio version of my book, Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet on Amazon and wherever audio books are sold. 
The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Noah Dingley here, producer of The James Cooley Show, It's Your Life. And the new audio version of James' book, Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, is a must-have. James shares his true life story of struggle and success in America. It's both a cautionary tale and a roadmap to achieving the American dream. Get the new audio version of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, by James Cooley on Amazon.com or wherever audiobooks are sold. The Answer, San Diego, streaming now on smart speakers and odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now, here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley, and uh, I'll tell you, uh, what uh, Robert is talking about is is so needed, uh, especially on the college campuses. I believe uh, that's to be true. And he also said that uh, their their uh, vision is to expand that um, in a lot of other different areas. And I, I think that uh, he's on to something. And uh, I think we need to open up our arms and embrace the technology, at least learn more about it, at least evaluate that to see how that's going to help us out, how it's going to help our kids out, how it's going to help our communities out. So, uh, I'm all on board with this, and uh, and uh, I, and so Robert is really bringing it to us. Robert, now you talk about nine one one time. What is the factors in the, in determining uh, what is the functional time uh, that determines uh, the response time for nine one one call? Well, there are several factors on nine one one when you need a response. First of all. The 911 system has been a phenomenal system in this country for a long, long time. Many of us experience uh, such tremendous benefit from being able to call 911, but it's not a, uni- a universal application for every single thing. That's number one. We'll come back to that. But number two, it's overburdened. It's not able to hold up the societal burden that we're putting on it right now. It's just the amount of pressure of people being afraid and all the stuff that's going on, it's so difficult uh, to imagine that, that be, and I'm going to use the term beleaguered, beleaguered 911 operators being able to pivot between somebody's house on fire, someone who's afraid, some kid who needs help with their homework, someone whose dog is barking and they want the neighbors to, to keep the dog quiet. And I'm being said, but those are the kinds of calls that come into a 911 center and they just flood the system. And so the result is. And it's not a bad system. It's just inadequate anymore. And uh, so what happens is that there are delays. First of all, there's a couple of delays. Number one, if if and I want to boil it right down to someone who's in trouble. Imagine a young woman is walking to her car and it's a little it's not bright and shiny. It's dark. And what is she going to do? She sees a guy. What's she going to do? Say, hey, wait a minute. Hang on while I wake my phone up 
hang on while I find the, the app, the phone app, and hang on while I dial, dial 911 and tell them I'm, un, I'm uncomfortable. That's silly, but that's what the 911 system is going to direct them to do. And it's what, what do they do? Number one, they've got to stop and fumble for a phone and fumble for an app. So there's a time factor. Another time factor is the actual dialing of the phone and the risk of being put on hold. I hate to say it, but it, the system is so beleaguered that people can get put on hold. I've heard some horror stories. I've heard people on hold for 30 minutes uh, or more. And that's, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's too late. And then the person, particularly if they're in trouble, particularly if they're upset, they've got to explain where they are, explain what their problem is, and try to convince the operator that they need help right now. And those that, that, that combination of effect, if you will, combination of events, we're talking, oh, boy, in a, in a, in if, if it's super fast, it's minutes. And it could be 20, 30, 40 minutes before there's any real help coming. So what happens? And this is, I'm going to use a term that's not very popular. Uh, but what happens is that very often things like 911, things like camera systems and so on and so forth, they're good for finding evidence after a crime. They're good for forensic purposes, but they don't help the person in trouble too often. So, so what, what you're saying is it's, a, it's some type of trigger uh, that's in this system or in this app on your phone that can notify a system, at least I'm just, that this person might be experiencing some trauma or having a problem. Can you uh, go into that a little bit more? Uh Imagine, a, we call it a com badge. It's uh, about the size of uh, between a half a dollar, maybe a little larger than a half a dollar, if you will. And it's loaded with electronics. There's a microprocessor in there. There's a battery in there. There's uh, other devices in there. And I'll get in trouble with my partner if I go too much farther than that. But in this electronic device, it fastens to the back of your phone. It's just uh, stuck to the back of your phone, if you will. And it's there. It's just part of the landscape of your phone, if you will. And so you know it's there, and in order to trigger, that's the triggering devices. It's not the whole thing. It's just that it triggers the whole system, and it and you, the user, are saying, and you're raising your hand and saying, I need help. And because of the way the system is put together with all of the integration, we are able to get that information to the proper authorities in nanoseconds, in near real time. And that's just, uh, there's nothing that even remotely comes close to it. I want to mention one thing that I read uh, along this line, um, kind of underscores why we're so passionate about what we're doing. She said, uh, and this woman has like 20 or 30,000 followers. She's very active. She said, every woman I know has held her keys in her hand as she walked across the parking lot. Every woman I know has made a fake phone call in a cab. Every woman I know has had to enter a shop to avoid being followed at some point. Every woman I know has had a man threaten her safety in some way when she had to say no to a date. And then she finished by saying, my heart goes out to all the women uh, in the uh, in the world today. This is Ms. Steven. So imagine this com badge, if you will, being on the back of your phone. But additionally, imagine it also on a key fob on your car keys, you know, on your key ring. So if you've got your keys in your hand, and your phone in your pocket, or you've got your phone in your hand or in your pocket so you can simply slide in and touch it. 
you are literally one touch away from instantaneous uh, communication with the authorities. And, and it's not just, so, so, not just a, a little ping that goes off, but intelligent information. So what, what, what I'm getting at is how you trigger this. And I think you, so you have to touch the device. You have to touch, I, I believe that's what you're saying. It's a button. Yeah, it's got a, it's a recess button uh, in the device and uh, press it. <laughs> it's a tactile feel. Is, is it easy for uh, the user to get to it just by, I mean, uh, what, suppose what happened if they accidentally touched that button? Right. That's a great question. Uh, and, uh, and that's one that comes up often. First of all, the ergonomics of the button itself, the button, uh, the tactical tactile portion of the button is recessed below the edge of the button itself, the edge of the device itself. So it's, it's very difficult to inadvertently uh, trigger it. But secondly, we have protocols in place. Let's say that you accidentally uh, activate your device. Uh, the protocol could be set up and it would probably be set up so that you'll be asked if you don't want help immediately to provide your password. And if you don't provide a password or some sort of a stand down code, then they respond immediately. So the point is, you've got we've got a couple of layers of protection in there against that, and uh, and also there's some be some issues of education. So uh, so yeah, there's a lot of factors that go into that very issue. But it's 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 a tactile feel button on the back of your phone that is part of the electronics package that goes in there. Wow. So you you stated that at least ten thousand deaths would be preventable with a fast emergency response time. Uh, 10,000, where did that number come from, first of all? And can you explain that to our, our listeners? Well, these are FBI statistics. And these are st- statistics that are gathered from uh, various uh, uh, departments across the country. And, um, and, and the problem with statistics is that it can be made to talk, to say anything you want. If I said, well, what are the statistics uh, for 911 delay in the city of Chicago? Well, let's say I just said that. Well, I'm sorry, there, it could be in hours, <laughs> you know, the delay or the city of San Francisco or, or, or in, in L.A., you know, particularly if there's a, a, a disturbance or something like that. You can't even count those. You have to pretty much throw those out. I live in a relatively small community here in Florida, and the 911 response time is pretty good. I mean, probably 10, 15 seconds to start talking to an operator and and uh, maybe, uh, you know, 30, a minute or two or three before you have somebody show up here. We've had... Uh, unfortunately, a couple of occasions where we needed the 911 ambulance. And so, yeah, two, three, four minutes, that's great. So, but if you take the collective average, it's not a pretty, it's not a pretty sight. And if you are in trouble, if you're in trouble, then, um, and I would ask the question rhetorically, how much of a delay is okay before you contact somebody? What's okay? What are you willing to put up with? And the answer is, when you're in trouble, you want trouble. You want response right now. You don't want to wait a second. You want every, and that's what we provide. That's what our technology provides. We drill down on that issue of speed. We we solve for speed uh, ergonomically with the design and the placement of the device. We, on the other side, we provide for speed by giving the uh, authorities good quality, actionable information, and then in the middle. We communicate that in nanoseconds. Nothing's faster. Wow. You know, I, 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 I like you guys. I'm getting excited about it, James. I'm no, excited. I'm getting excited, too. Uh, <laughs> I, I got to ask you this question. So would you say that our current uh, 911 emergency 
response system is functional, broken, or somewhere in between? <laughs> well, we know the answer is in between. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, it's um, we just can't we just can't in some cities, some municipalities. Uh, uh, technically, as far as the technology of nine one one, the technology of nine one one works. It's the um, overload on the, on the input on the calls coming in, and it's the difficulty of the employees, the uh, operators, if you will, being able to handle it, and uh, it just basically just an overload, if you will, of the system. So the nine one one is is not the villain here. Uh, it's uh, we are at a difficult time in our society, and people are increasingly afraid, and uh, we have provided a technology solution that we hope will become universal. We hope it will become ubiquitous in this country. Wow. Have, have uh, I, I, I like your plan. I like you guys' plan. Have you guys uh, reached out to uh, the authorities of 911 to see how you guys can collaborate and uh, maybe work together uh, in, to uh, in provide time. another solution? In time, uh, to- we, we, will, we, will, we will address that in time. Uh, but what we're going to be doing is we're going to be providing this uh, service, if you will, on campuses. And when I say campuses, we, we tend to think of college, university campuses, but there are also hospital campuses. There are also corporate campuses. Uh, this, these environment where we have more of a captive type of situation, uh, we're going to be proving this over and over and over and over again uh, with uh, vast numbers of users. And, and we'll basically... Uh, almost become a foregone conclusion that the municipal, in fact, we are in discussions, preliminary discussions through one of our uh, distributors, uh, um, preliminary discussions with a uh, municipality because they may want it for the city campus, if you will, for the city employees. So we, we've got lots of application here, but um, uh, red, red alert is, is an exciting idea when, and you, we have to be careful. One of the things we have to be careful about is to reel our thoughts in, reel our mind in a little bit. We can't get ahead of ourselves. We have to stay focused. And that's why we're doing what we're doing now with this uh, investment opportunity. And it's I apologize. I'm going to give a shameless commercial now, if I may. Uh, NationalRedAlert.com. And, uh, and I'm going to ask people that are listening, if they're interested, go check us out and consider joining us in a mission. Because we view this as a mission. This is not just a, a thing. You know, this is a mission. We have an opportunity to save lives, and we're excited about it. Wow. Uh, I, I'm excited about uh, all the different things that, that you're talking about, and um, we're going to take a station break, <laughs> but we're going to come back. If you want to be part of this great conversation, ask questions, that's one 888 or you can always uh, uh, provide comments, and uh, we'll get back to you. It's your life. We're going to take a break. We'll be back shortly. There's more stories of greatness to help you overcome adversity coming up on It's Your Life with James Cooley. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. 
We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we're offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow. And we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet. The true life coming of age story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, a journey that ain't over yet by James J.C. Cooley Available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Odyssey.com. It's time to dream big, think big, and be big. It's time for more It's Your Life. Now here's your host, James Cooley. Hello, welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley and we got uh, Robert M. Adams and you know, I, I tell you, I'm loving what I hear from this man. I, I love the, uh, the vision. I, I I think that we always have to embrace new technology. We have to be open-minded. We have to be willing. And all of us have to be on the same path for saving lives. And uh, everything that he has said, I, I love. And uh, I think that uh, over time, it's going to evolve, and him and his partners uh, and other agencies, hopefully the government team up with them as well, to help improve our security systems that we have available right now. So uh, it's still not too late. If you want to be part of this conversation with Robert M. Adams, that's one 888 Okay, so i got to ask this question, Robert, because – uh, you know what just happened at the elementary schools and, and grocery stores, but let's let's go back to the school, elementary school. Or mm-hmm. uh, do you envision uh, this technology or you know, parents embracing this uh, to? And a lot of our kids, you know, we make sure that they have a cell phone. Right? <laughs> I mean, we, they make sure they have a cell phone. <laughs> uh, well, we make sure that they have. Uh, until our kids have a cell phone or whatever right. that is. Um, do you envision if, when this technology is fully implemented and the world get a hold of it, it can save lives on school campuses, not just colleges, but from high school, middle and elementary school? What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, that's a great question, and I'm glad you asked that because the the implication, if, if you uh, might be that, oh, it's just college. no. Uh, particularly in the shootings, we've had a terrible problem with the elementary schools and the secondary schools. So if the, if the, if the child or the student, if you will, is responsible, sure, they can have the red alert system on their, on their device. But what about all the teachers and what about all of the, the uh, people, the employees in the school system 
why can't they be involved and have their red alert system available? Uh, that would, you know, they're the ones that see a threat. Imagine this. Imagine someone sees a kid or and I, I'm sorry, I may, I may be stepping on some toes here, but imagine someone sees a, a young man walking down the corner of a school and he's got a gun. Nothing's happened yet. Maybe they even think this guy's got a gun. What if at that instant or that moment, the teacher who happened to look out the, the window, if you will, of the classroom, hit the red alert com badge button on the back of her phone, and immediately the, the school would know what was going on, Would excuse me, the authorities would know where the call was coming from, they would be in communication with her, and they would know the exact location. What if, what if that happened? Could that scenario possibly stop an active shooting in the process? I think the answer is yes. I think we know the answer to that. So, that, so to answer your question, uh, I, very candidly, uh, uh, you know, I'd be uncomfortable with kindergartners running around with a red alert system on their phone. I'm sorry. I, this seems a little extreme. No, no, but what I was saying, Robert, was uh, we, we, we give our kids phones, especially when they're 9 or 10 or 12. Sure. We put that on their phone. In, I mean, we, they're going to have a phone anyway. Sure. Um, and uh, I, I I don't see anything wrong if this technology turn out just how you explain it, is having that technology on that. I mean, because we as parents, we care. Oh, man. Uh, Actually, I mean, I'm talking, we we should care. I mean, everybody care. I'm talking about, but in today's world, Robert, what just happened last week? Um, wow, we have to come up with some solutions, even with our kids, because you've been watching news just like me, and you know, uh, several of those little ten year olds were trying to call nine one one. At oh. least I'm going by what the news said. Oh yeah, what a try! Uh, and, and so. Um, one thing I got to ask you is, uh, with your device, do that give a location of where? Uh, down, the, to, down to about three feet, down to about a meter. We'll know not only who, we'll know exactly where they are. Can, can you talk about that a little bit? I mean, because I, I know that our audience is probably locked into this because this is a very important uh, topic to be talking about. Well, there, there are two or three two or three technologies. Uh, the one that I happen to know about is GPS. Everybody knows about that. That's employed. But there are other locating technologies built into the system. And if someone wants to talk to me about that, they, there's a mechanism to chat with me by going to our website, nationalredalert.com. And they can chat with me and or if they're serious about things, we can connect them with uh, engineering and have them ask that question of engineering. There are multiple ways to locate uh, the uh, the individual activating their device. It's we're not just limited to one. Uh, we we go out over what we call multiple media, and we're able to locate through a number of uh, of disciplines. I like what you what you, you and your company are doing. What suppose a person don't have a cell phone? I've talked to my partner, and he he assures me that we have a number of ways that we can get this into action, if you will. Uh, this technology that uh, that don't necessarily require a cell phone. It's just that we're using the cell phone initially. Uh, exactly what form it would take, I don't know. Okay, so what's next for, for you guys? 
well, what's next for us is to get our first pilot campus uh, going. Uh, like I said, we have targets for that. And uh, so we're in the process of with a, we have an, uh, an investment offering for accredited investors uh, who want to join us in the mission. And that's how I, how I always say it, join us in this mission. So we do invite people to come to nationalredalert.com, check us out, watch our video. We've got a video on there, a little two-minute video about how this, uh, the Red Alert system works and what it, what it entails. And I think if they see that little two-minute video on nationalredalert.com, it's right on the homepage, uh, they'll get it and they'll understand what we're doing and why we're different. Robert, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the James Cooley Show. It's your life. I want to thank uh, uh, Jordan. I want to thank Crystal uh, for setting us up with you. I tell you, we're always going to be bringing great guests like Robert M. Adams. Tune in. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. I'm Dr. J.C. Cooley. I'll see you tomorrow on It's Your Life. Thanks for joining us for It's Your Life with James Cooley. To learn more about James, how you can support the show, or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Join James weekdays at this same time for more motivation and inspiration to help you become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. This has been the James Cooley Show. It's your life, where you learn how to dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. It's your life is sponsored by James J.C. Cooley. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.